0: Oh, Brendan, hello. Hey, what's up? We haven't done this in a minute. We should talk about some business. Business? Like the was movie that, was business? Was that you who showed me that? The Polish rapper?
1: I don't think so. That doesn't on, ring about. Speak,
0: no, Speak the Hungarian rapper. Was that you? That was not me. I'm pretty confident oh, that was no. not Oh, no. Okay. Number one note in the show notes is Speak the Hungarian rapper. This we guy get a sticky note out here. was big in college and utterly hysterical. And i, I, I don't even know Hungarian if he's still around. Rapper. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah. Do you do you yeah, remember Gunther? Gunther sounds familiar.
1: Gunther, uh, very not safe for work. His most famous <laughs> song is "Ooh, you touch my talala. la
0: Oh my gosh! There's a guy on TikTok who literally just goes "Ooh, you touch my ta la Gunther, <laughs> he just that's, that's Gunther. His face like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh my Ding Ding. <laughs> you are you are quoting so, Gunther. It's so bad. And he's it's, got the moustache. So mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Gosh. And that's like. There's like. What's that? I'm forgetting the instrument. Holy smokes! Uh, the accordion. That's like an accordion, and that do, 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 do That's like an accordion. the song, <laughs> it, it feels like. Sounds, sounds. Oh. Yep. I know. We're off to a, a fantastic start. You you, you just yeah. thought about weird, didn't you?
1: I did. I forgot about weird. So yeah, I only
0: remembered good. weird because we went to a, a new, uh, restaurant, a new middle Eastern restaurant that just opened by our house called heart of Jerusalem. And they had, they were playing YouTube videos of people just walking around like different towns and yeah. it went to screensaver and it was Roku screensaver. And they had all these like billboards for weird. And I was like, Oh,
1: I still haven't seen that yet. It's great.
0: I mean, I it is
1: the that. exact movie you think it is. We will talk about it with Murph.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's the plan. Uh, but we're here to talk about some business And uh, I mean There was a lot of movie news this year A lot of we people skipped over
1: a lot of it We yeah.
0: did Like some big people passed away And mm-hmm. some big stuff got announced But man I think The biggest news piece that I saw From even the last couple of months Is the bit about James Gunn Agreed And Peter Safran Leading film, TV, and the animation division of DC Yeah No, I, I, you, I
1: agree Huge DC fan I mean DC is what got me into comics, was reading, uh, well, technically I saw the Hedgehog as a kid, but my my (laughs) John Riley, who's been on the show twice, gave me his copy of Kingdom Come to read, and that's what Hmm. hooked me. I've been big into DC ever since, and I don't think any reasonable person, plenty of unreasonable people will argue with me, but no reasonable person will say the DC movies have been uh, as good as Marvel. Um, Or even... um, Good, uh, interesting.
0: Well, I think the you know the cool part is that Gunn, who um, we've been following his career for a super long time, I, I mm-hmm. think I mentioned I first heard about him from watching the AFI's Top Hundred Thrills, and Slither was on that list, and Slither I remember being like, I'm never gonna watch this. <laughs> um, and it's kind of funny now the picture they have of James Gunn, he kind of looks like a villain in JoJo's Bazaar Adventure because his hair is turned, <laughs> like completely white. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's died or not. It's a pretty darn good look and a pretty cool look at that, but maybe that's just the stress, the stress of trying to make it in Hollywood, which he completely guy
1: embracing the loss of color and really rocking it.
0: in the same way that Patrick Stewart embraced the baldness. Um, the thing is with DC is there have been DC misses frequently and has Mm -hmm. missed frequently in the past. Um, but I mean, one of my top five movies of the last year was a DC film. Well, let me change it. Yeah, okay, okay. Let, let
1: me change it and say DC Cinematic Universe has been extremely inconsistent at best.
0: That is very true. I, th- I think they haven't quite held the torch the way Marvel does with the, the way the Avengers versus Justice League. You can really not compare those two at all, except for the fact that they're both ensemble films.
1: Saying that and I've said this in the podcasts. I genuinely enjoyed Scott Snyder's cut of Justice League and I don't know if it's because my expectations were on the floor mm-hmm. but I had a, I really liked it I was surprised yeah. how
0: much I liked it Zacky boy um, now
1: that said I'm glad he's not in charge of the universe and I'm extremely excited to see what James Gunn does with it
0: yeah I mean for listeners of the show you know Guardians of the Galaxy is, is my favorite Marvel film and I watched it again recently and yep it still is uh, the man knows how to write misfits his directing skills are are great um just his writing is what gets me every time his ability to develop, to develop mm-hmm. characters and tell and a make quick care sharp about story him. and yeah and, and i mean for we sake, gonna say, he took the second he took us the sequel of a of a not great film and turned it sure, into so like one of the best dc films yeah so, i mean who who takes peacemaker and makes me care about it oh do you really want to, do you taste it? Oh my gosh. Loved or, it. it was one of
1: my favorite shows of last year. Loved it. You know, in a lot of ways, James Gunn, to me, is fulfilling the promise that Joss Whedon always kind of almost got. Like, Joss Whedon had these ensemble casts, but once you caught on to his shtick, you realized he was just doing the same thing over and over again, and they were making the same quips. Whereas James Gunn has these ensemble casts where I feel like the characters truly have these unique perspectives, and you love them, and you care about them.
0: Mm-hmm. I will say too. Speaking of Peacemaker, just uh, a couple weeks ago, James Gunn did confirm it's gonna. There's gonna be a season two, and I'm excited to check for that. Right. There's no release date, but he did confirm that they are gonna do it. John Cena will be back and everything. So, I really know. quite I'm, excited for that.
1: I'm guessing they're gonna have to wrap up that story because it sounds like he's
0: canceling that whole universe. Yeah. Even so, well, I don't know. I guess. So okay, so this is the double-edged sort of this great right of story, yeah. right? You know, because the the second biggest story. Of, well, pro- really quick, was, before we move on, you yeah, said yeah.
1: one of your top five movies of the last top uh, recently mm-hmm. of the last yeah. year or five years. I can't remember what you said.
0: Uh, one of my top fives of this year is a okay. DC film. Well, we'll,
1: then we'll get and to we'll that discuss next that podcast. in the next episode. Yeah. yeah. yeah all right, um. Okay. But yeah, so, so
0: Guardians, Guardians Three is coming out next year. That's going to wrap up Christmas you know, his, special just all came of out. his yeah his uh what is it his Marvel contracts are going to finish with that movie and mm-hmm. you can tell by the trailer pretty much everyone's going to die in that movie so might as well just get that out of the way. that
1: feel. Really? I, 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 I certainly I did.
0: <laughs> I um, the Aquaman sequel I think that will probably kill that franchise too although uh, I'm kind Momoa's of expecting them to cancel Aquaman. It. You think they're going to cancel Aquaman too?
1: Dude the way Warners and HBO and all of this has been going. I know
0: we're all hurt by Batgirl man. I know we are.
1: Yeah, but look, it's not just that they canceled Batgirl. They wanted Batgirl to be a tax write-off. That's why they did it that way, right? Because it's done. The the movie was done, but if they cancel it, don't release it, said they can do a tax write-off as a loss. And I'm I'm kind of guessing that Aquaman will be the same thing. It's pretty much done, but they can say it was a loss and write it off on their taxes and move forward. Yeah, well... And all the rumors are saying that he's going to be Lobo, right?
0: That's right, yeah. I will say, I don't think there's going to be a Black Adam 2. <laughs> um, no. Shazam 2 f- comes out in a couple months. Fury of the Gods, yep. Yeah. I, I really liked Shazam quite a bit. They did too. Um, it was fun. Zach Levi's just great. I, Chuck and yeah. Tangled is one of the best Disney films ever. So I'm really excited for that mm-hmm. one. Um, So we'll, we will see what happens with the DC Universe. So, I have much higher hopes for that studio than I did in the past. I'll say well, that much.
1: Here's the bittersweet part, though, that we alluded to, though. To me, I, I I did see Black Adam. It wasn't a good movie, but I got really excited to have Henry Cavill back. I still think he's the best cast Superman. I think he's a perfect Superman. I have never loved a character play uh, a actor who plays Superman. I've never thought a character more better suited to play Superman than he did, and he's never gotcha. gotten the chance to shine in the role. And I feel bad for him that he got the role back and then had it torn away from him.
0: Yep. But I also
1: totally get why they have to do it. Why? They need a fresh start, man. I, like clean, clean slate. Do you remember how confusing the X-Men timeline was by the end there?
0: Yeah, I mean, Days of Future Past. Days to of Future is, Past is was the trying X-Men to movie. fix it, even. I think it did a great job, and then they just crapped the bed.
1: But, I mean, talk the, the, the notion that First Class takes place in the same universe, I mean, have you seen the lineup of... of uh, David Fassbender, Michael Fassbender, Michael Fassbender, Michael Fassbender, and then it's like three years later, he's Ian McKellen. Like, those are tough
0: three years. I mean, if James Gunn Harris says anything, it's possible. Uh, But yeah, that is the bittersweet part. You know, Cavill took to Instagram and posted his, you know, the sad story of it, but he also got, you know... (laughs) I hear great things about this guy he's a fellow nerd you know with the witcher and things like that uh gaming PC. the news with him was that he got warhammer 40k a game yeah. i have never played once um but but i massively respect that game
1: but don't uh, here's the thing i i know almost i've played warhammer 40k one time had a good mm-hmm. time never thought about it again i love watching people who are passionate about something do something they enjoy. And so I, I'm looking forward to seeing him have fun with the universe that he loves.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be the big piece with the DC stuff. Um, we saw some really cool trailers. These last couple of months I mean, Oppenheimer. Yeah.
1: <sighs> I saved it for, for Avatar. I watched it on Nolan, the big screen.
0: man. Gosh. Here's Everything my only no concern. <laughs> my only yeah.
1: concern watching that trailer is it seems awfully inspiring at parts and that's not a terribly inspiring
0: story. <laughs> oh it's a side you never see it how happy they were making the bomb
1: i, I am i am very pro nuclear energy and i want this movie to terrify people about nuclear bombs again that's I actually a hope of mine
0: yeah i mean the the news piece that came along with the trailer was that Nolan somehow found a way to practically redo the atomic bomb and the memes of that are just well, we all just glorious. assume he got a hold
1: of a nuke right that's one of the the dozens that have gone missing over the years right
0: <laughs> He's got a nerf nuke as well. Um, so that was exciting. The uh, the first official image of Joaquin Phoenix as Joker in uh, Joker Two came out. Oh, I didn't see uh, that. It looks terrifying. I will send it to you. Um, right. He just Joaquin looks a little worse every time I see him. Although he is in a new Ari Aster movie, which uh, the poster came out for. Um, I'll something see about that Bo man makes, I don't know What that is. And
1: I'll be haunted by it forever.
0: Of course. I mean. <sighs> That's that's an Ari Aster film for you. Yeah. Kyle was recently telling me how Midsommar is just one of the greatest movies ever made. I'm like, I don't know, man.
1: I haven't seen it since theaters because I'm scared to, but mm-hmm. there's a good chance he's right. I mean, it's... That movie... That movie <laughs> just <laughs> drills into your brain and does not let it, you go. It's
0: so... Hereditary funny. is the same way, and I've only seen... like a, The little bits of it that I have seen have like tortured me. And Yeah. <laughs>
1: I really like Hereditary. I like *Midsummer* dramatically more. And and I love Hereditary. But okay. but I, I will I will never watch Hereditary again. I will never watch it again. I, yeah. I loved it. I'll never do it. Never do there it. There certainly
0: are some films that, and we'll talk about this more in the next episode with our top five, there's one on there that just, like, I came out of nowhere, enjoyed the hell out of it, and I probably won't see it again. But it was really it. dang good. I get it. Yeah. Um, so that was the big thing with that. I am all – yeah we talked about this before with trailers and I am actively avoiding the across the spider verse trailer. I'm sure somehow I will get tricked into it. I haven't, we haven't seen avatar yet. There's been too much puke in this house. Um, but when there isn't, I will get to go see it. I, uh, uh,
1: I, I actively cried during that trailer. Oh, I mean, and so yeah. very good. Yeah, no, no, we watched it as a family and everybody looked over and I was quiet and I had to hide. <laughs>
0: Um, did Avatar 2 have an intermission? No. No. Did it need yeah, Avatar one? Avatar two. Hey <laughs> we needed one bomb this episode. Um so there was that going on. Um what else was in the news? I think Avatar hit a billion bucks in like twelve days. That was to be expected, one would say. Yeah, I mean Yeah, it's fair enough. Hey, beautiful um,
1: soulless films make money.
0: They do, often. Um I get we hope and we hope ho- <laughs> I hope that the same will be for the Super Mario Brothers movie which just looks like a, a rocking good time. And I have no complaints at all about Chris Pratt's Mario voice. none
1: whatsoever. I will give my very brief opinion on Avatar 2, which probably can guess at this point in the next podcast. There you go. <laughs> which we're, This is going to be the other order. We're actually recording these out of order. So the last podcast you've probably la- heard.
0: Oh, that's right. We gotta do a trouble about that. Um, the official poster for the Dungeons and Dragons movie came out, and it just looks like a blast. It looks like so much fun. I'm gonna go see it with my D and D group. Yeah, that one. That's just gonna be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so really can't wait to see that one. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh yes, the Indiana Jones five trailer dropped. I know. Dial of Destiny, and I just think I'm gonna enjoy it.
1: I, I, I just too, hope
0: I'm gonna enjoy but, it.
1: <laughs> I mean, come on, I'm the I'm there. I'm the guy who likes Crystal Skull, so and mm-hmm. there are dozens of us, dozens,
0: <laughs> literally, dozens, dozens. Uh, <laughs> no, I,
1: I, I mean, if if I can overlook Crystal Skull's flaws and enjoy it, I'm sure whatever um, Miracle Man, shoot, this is Miracle name. Man, no, the director. Of? D- Dial of Destiny. Uh, James Man- uh, Man- Mangold? The guy Man- that walked the line? Is that? Yeah, James Mangold. Thank you. Yeah. I, I when I say Marigold. The flower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I trust him to make a good movie. I mean, Logan was yeah, one. He
0: has made good movies. I haven't seen Ford vs. Ferrari. I believe that's him, but Walk the Line things. is incredibly good because and it spawned Dewey Cox, one of the greatest comedy riff movies true. ever. That is very true. So, uh, Well, I'm going to send you something horrible. Are you ready for it? Are you doing it? Where are you sending it? Uh, to, the, to this chat. this chat. Okay. Yeah. I'm not looking at it. So, folks, one it. of the funnier things that came across... Uh, my desk in the last couple of months was Hollywood Reporter ranking all 70 Marvel films. And one can go through the list and have just a laugh. Okay. Mostly because you probably haven't seen half of these things. I've never seen Howard the Duck, the original Captain America. Some I of the even TV original movies. Exactly. Speaking of which, I actually
1: have the 1997 Justice League movie on daily motion on an open tab so I can watch it while working someday.
0: There was a 97 justice league movie here
1: let me let me put that in the show notes what yeah.
0: the heck i had no idea about this
1: here i'll send you the link sure yeah, doesn't look good um <laughs> all right so i opened this and it's got number 67 the fantastic four from 2015
0: and what's number 65
1: um because i was gonna send you links number I'm 66 sorry, is, is electra 65 is fantastic for and
0: 64 and what is 64 Fantastic Four 2005. That's right. All the Fantastic huh. Fours are just right there in the bottom. So at least that much I think they got right. Um, but then I, Fantastic I Four, Sil- the Silver Surfer's right there as well. Silver Surfer, where's that? 61. Yeah. Well,
1: you know, of the two that I've seen, that's the right order. Probably, I that mean, if sense. I was to guess, that's probably roughly where I'd put them, not seeing what they had below it.
0: okay. Okay um i will say 59 is the the ben affleck daredevil and man i just like that movie have you seen the director's cut i have not i, I was given the dvd and i have not watched better it
1: cut than the theatrical cut. i think the theatrical cut i'd probably put right about here the director's cut okay. i'd knock okay. up a chuck
0: gotcha but that's just—it's just a dumb one that I enjoy, I, yeah. along with Fifty Seven, uh, that Punisher film.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that one I saw in theaters it's too. It's hard
0: to enjoy Punisher a lot. Thomas Jane's Dirty Laundry short is like the Punisher movie we've never gotten. That was that, a great short. I forgot about that uh, short. The guy who produced that went on to produce the Castlevania series on Netflix, which is quite good if you like Castlevania. Yeah. Can't recommend that one enough. I about um, that. I did
1: start that series. I'll get you back to that.
0: Yeah, I will say Morbius is probably way, way higher than it should be. So is Blade um, Trinity.
1: Blade Trinity belongs below the Fantastic Four movies. Does that I've it really? Seen. I never saw it. I saw it at sleepover. It was not good. But w-
0: when the list really starts to get interesting is right around fifty-one, which is Spider-Man three. I mean that that's a little odd. I, I don't know. Considering I can't what else think is of on the fifty way.
1: other Spider-Man or fifty other Marvel movies. But I it, let me put it this way. I'd have to go through this list to see what else is on here, but mm-hmm. so far, The Order seems right, but I don't know okay. what else is here.
0: New gotcha. Mutants?
1: Okay, I've heard New Mutants is an absolute train wreck. That kind of surprises me. Mm-hmm. Thor in the Dark World, oh, that's... <sighs> I should watch Thor so the Dark heartily. World again, <laughs> because, again, I didn't hate it, but I also well, don't right. remember a single minute of it.
0: There you go. That's like me with 7th grade. I don't remember a single minute of it, but I don't think I hated it.
1: Maybe Spider-Man 2 at 47. That's too low. Probably. I don't know.
0: It is too low. Venom I never did see, despite really liking the character. Venom is
1: fine. Spider-Man 2 is way better than
0: Venom. What's interesting is Venom 2 is higher. Is it? There'd be carnage. It's Mm -hmm. not better. Yeah, 45 is Iron Man 3, 44 is Venom Let There Be Dude, Iron Man
1: 3 is a way better movie than Venom Let There Be
0: Carnage. Well, 43 is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, no, Men's now favorite. we start getting to the anger points. Now we start getting to the funny stuff. Yeah, not acceptable. <laughs> Somehow X-Men Apocalypse is better than Guardians 2. There's no... There's Guardians no... What is this list? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> who, who wrote this list and why did I need to become angry about it? Uh, it uh, only gets funnier. Both the Hulk movies back-to-back are right next to each other. Um... The okay. Okay. So here's yeah. another controversial opinion.
1: I was a huge defender of 2003 Hulk.
0: Mm-hmm. Same. I
1: mocked it mercilessly when I saw the trailer, and then I watched the movie and thought, "Well, damn, I enjoyed the hell out of that."
0: I enjoyed the hell out of Hulk 2008 because I, I love too. Edward Norton. Yeah. I apologize, honestly, okay, love Edward Norton. I thought it was totally fine. Black Widow, which makes. Yep. Yeah, okay. Blade <laughs> Two. Enough. I
1: never saw Blade Two. I saw Blade One. First class, Endgame, what the, holy hell.
0: (laughs) Huh? Is this heroic tragedy, screwball comedy, or the most self-important TV clip show the world will ever see? Riddled with tonal miscalculations and fan service that managed to pander without satisfying, Endgame had its pleasures.
1: It put Eternals Uh. above
0: Endgame? Can't, and this is why Eternals the list is funny. Is unwatchable Thor, crap. which is what Thor, which is one of my favorites I love is Thor. 35. Yeah, that is
1: way too low. I okay, you know here's we'll talk about this more, but Eternals commits the cardinal sin of film. It wasn't a bad movie, it was a boring movie. And yes. that's the worst thing a movie can be. Mhm. Shang-Chi. I like Shang-Chi. It just doesn't deserve to be a where it is? Where's she at? Uh, thirty. This is just okay. okay. So this has become Marvel ranking part two.
0: Well, can you, well Infinity War was thirty-one. That's I kind know. of a shock for everything that that movie did. With really well, like, I will give, being the hero. I'll
1: give them credit <laughs> on twenty-eight. They have overlooked the negative reviews of Iron Man two to realize it's not nearly as bad as everybody remembers it. <laughs> it is not is it so... nearly as bad as everybody remembers it.
0: But is it so much better? No, than no. Spider-Man: no. Homecoming. Not <laughs> at all.
1: But I, I will give them credit that it is not a bad movie, and then it put all those really good movies below it. So that's the one. Yeah, no, I'm switching. Yeah,
0: back. and then we got Days of Future Past, Fine. which I, I think I would put that higher because that th- the third act to me was just amazing. I, I love that. I think so, that. but I, I, yeah. the
1: whole X-Men franchise just got so old for me that it's kind of ruined even the movies I like.
0: Interesting, I I can I can feel that feeling. Uh, twenty four is massively incorrect. I would put No Way Home. I think it's in my top five. I want to say it is.
1: I don't know. I don't think it's that. But is low, it lower
0: than Multiverse of Madness?
1: Oh good lord, no, no! Multiverse of Madness <laughs> is a much worse movie. I liked Multiverse th- of Madness, but it, it's down in like the fifties or sixties.
0: All three Tom Holland Spider-Man films are twenty-two and up. Deadpool, that's what I think is interesting. Deadpool, 2, Deadpool makes sense. Galaxy. Deadpool two. First Avenger,
1: I think is too high. Big Hero six. I always forget that's a how Marvel did... movie. Yeah. Age of Ultron is sixteen. Age of Ultron was so
0: boring. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was
1: the movie that I thought Marvel had jumped the shark and we were just going to retread the same boring stuff over and over again.
0: Yeah. So how how is how is Ultron sixteen and then Ant Man the Wasp is fifteen. <laughs> this only gets that's the thing folks we'll post this article in the show notes this list is a train wreck and it Who cracked me off I, I think it uh, the editorial staff perhaps Ooh. Civil War at 14 uh, maybe I into already know what number one is
1: because you've been complaining about it for a couple weeks now
0: I think you know what number seven is 13 is one. Into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. all right <laughs> Logan Ant-Man is that right for Logan would you say
1: Probably, Logan Probably. is a movie I really like, but don't ever see myself going back to.
0: And I so we're in the top ten, folks. Ten is I'll, I'll say what the movies are. Ten is Doctor Strange, which oh I no, seven, seven is what you've been complaining about for several there weeks. There he goes. Captain Marvel. Nine is X Men the first one. Eight is X Men two, and seven is Captain Marvel. And
1: then original Spider Man. How? Winter How Soldier. is Captain Marvel?
0: <laughs> Winter Soldier. I get fine. Yep. Iron Marvel. Man. Black fine. Panther. Spider Man. Probably two. not. Right.
1: And then that. the Avengers. Okay, yeah, I mean, th- th- their top, their top five are all good movies. Yeah, all it's in the just, wrong place.
0: It's just funny, Brendan. It's just so funny.
1: But all of them very good. I mean, it does not hurt me at all to see Spider-Man Two that high up. That's that. That's the reason I'm making this podcast with you because this is the reason I love movies. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, man. I think that that seems right. I don't know if Avengers number one makes the most sense, but especially considering how far they put Endgame down there. It's absurd. Absurd. This Endgame is why we is.
1: can't have nice things.
0: I completely agree with that notion. Yeah. Huh. Holy. Huh. Anyway, that's, that's kind of the news. I mean, I didn't want to go through all the... the this sad stuff of people who passed away this year, but um, quite a few people. I think the hardest one that hit me was uh, Kevin Conroy, who was the voice of Batman. Yes, that you one know, stunk yeah. probably the most. I think
1: that one stung as about as much as any celebrity death has ever hit me. Maybe Michael Crichton in college. Um, yeah,
0: I remember that one well.
1: But no, Kevin, that
0: was a really hard day. Kevin Conroy
1: seemed just like the sweetest soul. yeah
0: yeah i have musicians that i like chester Bennington, chris cornell when they passed away that was insane that was that was just a bad day yeah but that was i felt right around there with kevin conroy just oh man Mm -hmm. Uh. i i never seen an
1: interview never never read anything about him that didn't make me just love the man
0: Mm absolutely 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 so it was overall great year. It was yeah. it was another great year of business and good things happening with Hollywood and there's lots of exciting stuff lots of good up stuff and... to
1: look forward to. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
0: So well, that about covers it for the business. Uh, anything else you wanted to bring up? Any pieces or anything? You want to... you want to do uh kind of what we've been consuming? I would love to do what we've been consuming. Um. Uh, do you want to go first? Okay, I saw Avatar.
1: So here we'll just get it out here. I saw Avatar. Um, okay. And it commits the cardinal sin, man. It does the mm. one thing no movie should do. I oh, was, face. yes, it did. It did blueface. <laughs> That's blue face.
0: I. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. It was boring. It was deeply, deeply boring. Um, and I did see. I saw the high frame rate version. Nothing told me I was going to the high rate fr- version. I looked. I double checked. Apparently, you got to call and ask them to find out. What? And it was. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in a movie theater.
0: Okay, so don't do that. Dude, what you're trying to dude, about.
1: they changed from 24. So he fixed the high frame rates because people think it looks cheesy sometimes. So what he did is he would swap between 48 frames per second and 24 frames per second, depending on not the scene,
0: but the shots. I'm watching this in my mind and it's not working well. So so The Hobbit, I saw the 48-frame version of one of the You did? I oh, did. okay. And I
1: in no way liked it. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> but I will tell you, about an hour in, I got used to it. Right? Didn't start liking it, but I got used to it. The Way of Water goes out of its way to make sure that you cannot effing get used to the fact that the movie seems like it's either ramped up and fast-forward, and then starts lagging, right? <sighs> so just when you get used to it you have being 48 frames per second... Then you cut to a shot and it just it's like the video game can't process fast enough.
0: I really wonder how this will play on television.
1: I wonder Dude, I don't know, like I were, wonder if he There were conversation shots where they're facing one character at forty eight frames per second over the shoulder, then they go to the other character over the other person's shoulder, no. and it's twenty four frames per
0: second. That sounds horrible. They had
1: two shots of boats cresting waves, one twenty four, one forty eight, same doll same uh drone shots. Well, not Joe, he's all digital, but you know what I'm saying. There's, right, right. There, there's, there was nothing different. Apparently he chose them because he wanted to get rid of the stuttering effect in 3D, and those are the ones that are 40 frames per second. But all and that he it, failed! All that it did was make sure that you could... I saw it with John Riley, and we just spent the entire movie throwing our hands up in frustration every time you changed. <laughs> I, I will state that the frame rate pissing me off is the only reason I didn't fall asleep. There you go. Interesting. There's my review of Avatar.
0: So frustrating. So you, so you didn't asleep. say that for the last podcast. Thank you for that. Yeah, so never mind. Uh, yeah. Okay, sorry. What you well, shoot? I'm sorry, man. That stinks. Yeah. That's no good. Yeah,
1: so there's, there's that. There's a, there's, a, there's a book I've been reading, but I'm going to save that for... Or actually, you'll have heard of that. Sure. Order, <laughs> it's
0: going to be all out of whack. This is fun. You know, Memento is, is a great film. Yeah, it's um, a good film. Whoop, just hit the pop screen. Um. I binged watched a romantic comedy, a rom-com high school anime called Toradora. Okay. And it's probably one of the best romantic comedy slice of life pieces of work I've ever seen. Awesome. And, uh, it's cause I mean, I like, I like anime, man. I like the, especially the slice of life stuff, like fruits, basket, honey sure. and clover. Those are some of my favorite ones. Um, and this one is just great. Please watch it with Lauren. I freaking loved it. Um, Give me the name again. Torah Dora. It's one word. T O R A Dora. Mm-hmm. D O R A. Exclamation Dora. mark. And it's on Netflix. On uh, Netflix. Uh, and it is. It was an absolute joy. It was. Okay. It's just something that, like, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's not for everybody because it gets to like the high school feelings and stuff. But it just took me back to a time where I was a hopeless romantic and. Desperately wishing I could find someone to fall in love with, and I just really enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, if you need a good anime rec, there's that one. I'm still watching um, Spy Family, which is just a delight. It's such a fun, such a fun delight. Um, and then the big news in the house is that I got a Kinect for the Xbox 360 because <laughs> I traded on my Xbox One one, and um, I got the Nike Plus. The Your Fit Evolution—it's just fun. The like, Connect stuff is fun. I wish they would have utilized it more. Um, I think was Fable Three Connect. Is that right? I was trying to figure There's out
1: one... the sentence because the Xbox naming convention is so bad. i the Xbox oh, one, I one for the One for the Connect.
0: Right. I about to I knew I said one twice. I'm like this wouldn't type well, but that's been kind of a, a thrill. And then just you know a little bit of the Master Chief Collection here and there. That's right. If you hit the left. I guess it's like to me, it's the select button. If you hit that, it shoots it right back to the original. Just fun, isn't graphics. it? Graphics, oh my gosh, dude! I'm just wandering the Halo, like flitch, flipping back and forth, and like as soon as I flip back to the original one, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm back in Austria, okay, I'm in my dorm room. You know exactly where you're I talking am. about the first game, right? The first game. Yes. So the
1: remastered graphics are very controversial because while they oh. look good, they don't quite capture the vibe of the first of the original graphics. Like they they changed the art direction quite a bit. Um, and, yes, they did. And I see that. The, the On the other side of things, on Halo 2, they very closely match the art direction so well that I would forget which version I was playing in. Because I just oh, got cool. so used to, yeah, just it was how I remembered it. Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter um. is, is what it actually looked like looks like crap. And the remaster <laughs> is what I remember. Because they made it look modern, and at the time when it came out, it
0: looked modern, so... You know, Kingdom Hearts One came out in two thousand and two, mm. and the the opening cutscene and the ending cutscene so still hold up so modern good. graphics today. It I mean, lo- they are pretty even Final Fantasy, 10, Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X cutscenes. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. The end of Final Fantasy X. Man, that still gets me. Mm.
1: That's on sale. I
0: should pick that up. I should play through that again.
1: All right, good ideas.
0: <laughs> somebody on a uh, somebody on TikTok posed a question to. Uh, some JRPG guy and they're like, what's the order of Final Fantasy games you should play? He goes, well, well, actually, here's the order of Final Fantasy games you should play. Um, pick one, make that your whole personality. <laughs> and Good I was like, nine, God. baby, I picked nine and nine is my personality, man. A, oh my gosh. I, I got to play nine again. Eight was my
1: first and that's the one that stuck with me. But <laughs> it seven through 10 are, are the best ones. Seven through 10. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to play 15 because it came with the Xbox, and then That's I saw fun. the trailer for 16, and I was like, "Holy crap!" The problem with looks 15 amazing. is
1: that it's clear that they got they did a great job getting to halfway through the story, and they crammed the second half of the story into about an hour and a half.
0: Oh goodness! I heard that about the Final Fantasy VII remake game. Well, the, well, they didn't cram thing. the ending. They
1: actually just split into different versions. I'm frustrated about that.
0: Ah,
1: okay. I. Held off, I have a PS4, I held off getting it because I wanted to play it. I have a, a 1X, and I was going to play it on that, hoping it ever came out. And it made, it's become very clear that it's not. But the second one is going to be PS5 exclusive, so I can't play it on the 4. Really? But, okay. the PSP re-release that tells Zach Fair's story is on yeah, the yeah, Xbox. Yeah, uh, Crisis Core? Crisis, okay. Okay. It's it's on the Xbox, so I can I can finally play that one for the first time. I can get the prequel story, I'm, I'm so frustrated with Sony and Sony. Mm -hmm. mm. Phil Spencer just make everything exclusive until they give us Final Fantasy back
0: you know interesting thing that you mentioned Sony because on Kotaku a site that I loathe because the articles are very poorly written (laughs) and the headliners are terrible however it's one of those things where it's a trigger in my memory where it's like, oh, I hit the K on the keyboard. Ah, oh, no, let's check Kotaku. Just because it's like, sure. I like to love hate it in a way. Yeah. There's a piece on there you it. might find interesting about Sony right now, which is, uh, it talks about what Sony has done this year as far as like now rebranding games into shows and the Uncharted movie came out and mm-hmm. Last of Us TV series is coming out and all these different things. And I'm like, okay, like I like that direction. Sure. I think that they have a lot of potential with a lot of their games to yeah, go through I do a agree. back catalog of just things that could be great movies and shows. I think I had heard they were going to try to do something new with silent hill again, which I think people would Those be great all over. Right. Um, but that would open up, I think a lot of opportunities for other survival horror games. Like if, if silent hill somehow did well, that has my fingers crossed for Alan wake getting a yeah, show or totally. something. Cause I freaking love Alan wake. Um, So it's interesting to see what's happening with Sony right now, and uh, what's going to happen with The Last of Us. I've heard it's, it's, you know, it's The Mandalorian for crying out loud.
1: Sure, Peter Pascal's great. I do want to rewind for a second, because I realize I sounded like a fanboy there. I am not anti-PlayStation. What frustrates (laughs) me about the Final Fantasy exclusivity is it's been so nebulous. If they just told me you don't have a shot in hell of playing on the Xbox, I would accept it and move on. It's the fact (laughs) that they've kept it dangling over our heads, only to never give it to us that frustrates me
0: yeah it's always interesting to read the top games of any one system because i'll go back and i'll be like i wonder what people like t- enough time has gone by what are the best ps3 games of all time yeah and half of them arcs are available on the wii mm-hmm. the xbox 360 and it's like okay it's just that good of a game but it's not an exclusive one if i could have a list of just exclusives that'd be fine you know? yeah
1: well that, but, that's just it is when you're talking about old systems, the exclusive ones are the only ones you care about because you can probably get in everything else somewhere else.
0: That's very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I uh, i think I finished a book on John Paul II, which was super good. Nice. And uh, that's it.
1: I'm i am reading uh, Broken News by Chris Steyerwald, the guy that got fired from Fox from calling the election. That's been great. It's about how news is broken. <laughs>
0: interesting that sounds it when and we've talked about that many times and i could not agree more already i'm enjoying quite a bit
1: enjoying quite a bit
0: fantastic well thank you everybody for joining us for this little business podcast and um we will see you in the next one yeah
1: yeah i was gonna say next year but this year welcome to this year (whistles) yeah oh bye-bye bye-bye